You are listening to Cindy Uncensored Bible Podcast with Cindy Parker. Good morning, friends and family. Welcome to Episode 3 of Season 1, The Important Things. So in Episode 1, we talked about what exactly does God want from us. In Episode 2, we talked about what are practical steps in following Him. And today, we're going to talk about the most common obstacles in walking with the Father. And I'm just going to say right off the bat that the primary reason is Satan, the primary obstacle. He's behind almost every other obstacle that we're going to talk about. In 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul said that Satan hindered them from visiting the brothers and sisters at Thessalonica. It doesn't say how, but we do know that he deliberately prevented them from going there. In 2 Corinthians 4, it says, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. So Satan deliberately tries to blind the minds of those who are having trouble believing in God. In the Old Testament, we see that Satan influenced David into doing something that was not of God, and David was punished for it. In Ephesians 6, it says that we must put on the whole armor of God that will be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. So Satan's goal is to destroy our relationship with the Father. His goal is to destroy us. It is to destroy our families. So we're going to go ahead and talk about what I think are the three main obstacles in living for the Lord like we should. And the first obstacle is apathy. So the dictionary defines apathy as a lack of interest or enthusiasm. And I believe the main reason that we have apathy about living for the Lord is because we love the world more than we love God. We love ourselves more than we love God. And to be honest with you, if you have absolutely no desire or enthusiasm about seeking God, then I think maybe you need to reevaluate your entire relationship with Him. It sounds like you may not even have one with Him if you have no desire to seek Him or to learn about Him. But if you're listening to this podcast, then I believe you're probably not entirely apathetic. Maybe your lack of enthusiasm is more of a time management problem. Maybe your life is so chaotic and so busy that you struggle to find time for God. And we can all relate to that. And if that's the case, then this requires some hard decisions on our part. We need to ask ourselves, what is our first priority? Or maybe we need to ask What have I filled my life with that is a time hog that maybe I shouldn't have? What have I put in front of God on my priority list? Which brings me to the second obstacle, and that's priorities. And we also talked about a lack of love for the Father. We talked about that in episode one, 
an episode too. But the bottom line is, we must build God into our schedule if we love him. My sister calls it her bento time. This is something that their their pastor has taught them, and it's B-I-N-T-O, <clears throat> excuse me, and that stands for built in, not tacked on. And we talked about these, uh, this whole concept in episode two when we talked about the spiritual dis- disciplines, because a strong relationship with the Lord doesn't just casually happen. We have to pursue it. We have to make up our mind to follow his ways, no matter what it takes. And I believe that a big obstacle to all of this is the things that we allow in our life that take up time. And I'm going to touch on one that is probably going to make a lot of people mad at me, but it is social media. I don't think we have any idea how much time we spend on social media. And that time takes away from our time with the Lord. So we are choosing social media over God. Do you know what that makes social media? It makes it an idol. Do you know what happens when we have idols in our heart? Things that we place more importance over God? That means we don't spend eternity with him. He has to be first. And so maybe we need to look at how much time we're spending on the computer, in front of the TV, how much time we spend on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. A lot of people get their their biblical teaching from YouTube from some of the most ungodly teachers I've ever seen in my life. And that's why we have so much confusion about doctrine and theology. Um, And that leads to my third obstacle, which is um, false teaching. But I believe that first, it's a false sense of security, and that comes from false teaching. So this false sense of security I'm talking about, I believe comes from the fact that people feel very secure about their relationship with the Lord on false premises. And those false premises are a couple of things that they did in their life that they were told to do that would guarantee them a spot in heaven. And those things are, number one, to say the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me. And it covers the things like, I believe uh, that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died um, for my sins and, and, and etc. Which those are correct things. He has done those things. But this prayer is not biblical. You will never find it in the Bible to say this prayer, and that means you are saved. It's not in there. Uh, It's a man-made invention that provides a false sense of security. Then they have you sign this little card that says you are officially a Christian. That is not biblical. It provides a false sense of security. And then they tell them, you are now sealed. You cannot lose your spot in heaven. That is not biblical. And once again, it provides a false sense of security that makes people think, I've got my ticket and I can do anything I want now. And we know if we read the Bible that that's not what the Bible says. 
So we're just going to look at a couple verses um, that people used to say they can never be unsaved once they say that sinner's prayer. And um, in John 10, it says, No one can snatch us out of his hand. But the Bible says over and over that we can choose not to stay on the path. It is true that no one, no other person or Satan can sever our relationship with Christ. But we can. The whole concept of the Bible is to be in relationship with the Father, to daily walk with Him, that we are going to make mistakes. But if we repent and get back on the path and continue to follow Him, that's what salvation is. That's what a walk with the Father looks like. It doesn't mean we're not going to make mistakes. But if we sincerely repent and, and get back on the path, then, we, then we're still following Him. We're earnestly desiring to live in a way that would please Him. But that's not what people are taught, and that is not what people do. Um, in Ephesians 1, it says that we are sealed in Christ with the Holy Spirit. So the word sealed in this verse does not mean what we think sealed means. In our current understanding, in our society, in our current age, sealed means something that is closed tightly, that will not come loose, that is eternally secure. And that's not what that word means in this verse. The word sealed in this verse, if you look at um, Greek English dictionaries, um, and I, I'm using uh, the Bill Mounts's dictionary, Greek dictionary, and the Thayer Dictionary. It means that you are given a mark. Um, it's an identifying mark to be authenticated. We are marked as one who follows the God of Israel. We bear the identity of belonging to the Father. It doesn't mean we are permanently frozen in that position. That is false teaching. It is a wrong interpretation. So if you look at the next verse, and this is in Ephesians 1, verse 13 and 14. If you look in the next verse, it explains more. In verse 13, it said that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit that was promised to us long ago. It's talking about the fact that God promised to send us the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 14, it says that the Holy Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance that he promised. In other words, they're saying, look, God promised us the Holy Spirit and he kept that promise. And this is proof that he will keep his other promises as well. So the Holy Spirit is the guarantee or the down payment, the security deposit of the other things that God has promised us. So this passage is not even remotely about the theology of eternal security. This whole passage in Ephesians chapter 1 is about the fact that God keeps his promises and the Holy Spirit is proof of that. I believe that the damage from this false teaching 
is evident in the millions of people who think they are Christians because they said the sinner's prayer, and now they live ungodly lives that think they're going to heaven. And I'm going to be honest with you, this breaks my heart. It crushes me. It makes me feel completely helpless. Because how in the world do you reach someone who thinks they don't need reached? Only God can do this. So I'm begging you, please don't fall into the trap of thinking that you are all right when you are not. Read the Bible. There are hundreds and hundreds of verses that show that salvation is conditional. Every promise in the Bible is conditional. It all depends on what we do with God and his instructions. So am I saying that good works earn salvation? I most certainly am not. I'm saying that if you have really committed your life to Christ, your behavior will reflect that. And the Bible tells us this over and over and over. So the easiest way to avoid this trap of thinking that we're safe and secure and frozen into this position of being a child of God when we can choose to walk away. The safest way to avoid that is to know exactly what the scriptures say and to follow God's voice in every aspect of your life. And so that's what we're going to talk about in the last episode of this series. Um, we're going to talk about hearing God's voice. And one way we do that is through the written scriptures. But I believe that God desires to speak to us in a voice that we can hear and understand. And in the last episode, we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to try to show you ways that you can do that. So I love you all very much. I thank you for listening. Thank you for taking your time to spend a little bit of time with me this morning. I will see you in the next episode.